I'm 26. I'm a graduate of Computer Science University of Lagos. I'm a software engineer by profession and now currently a tech startup founder. Um, I run a company called Get Equity and Get Equity is the platform that allows for retail investors, people like you and I, or institutional investors to invest in companies across Africa from the click of a button. Um, we like to pride ourselves or call ourselves the Robin Hood for angel investing. I think I've always been there. Um, I would say my nine to five dream died when I was maybe 14. And I realized that um, this wasn't really what I wanted to do. It was solidified when I was 19 and went to work for an oil company um, in my internship. Uh, I knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to build stuff and see those things grow. I think right from the first time I wrote my first piece of code, it had me, it had this godlike feeling to it. And since then, all I've wanted was to just build new stuff. And moving into entrepreneurship was solidified basically from the moment I started writing code. Every problem or everything I saw, it was like a, you know how they say to, uh, to a hammer, every problem is a nail. Every problem I saw, I thought I could fix it with code. So I tried to fix it with code anyways. Uh, until I got the, to the point where um, I started finding out um, my own limitations and then I went back to work for startups and in working for startups across different life cycles, I also saw that, yes, even though I couldn't solve any pro every problem, there were some problems that could be fixed with my knowledge and with code. I've been in this for about, well, I've been writing code for about 10 years. Uh, I've been in this professionally for close to eight now. Um, I've worked in health tech, I've worked in fintech. I think majorly I started to have a domain expertise in fintech. And one thing that I did see regarding, uh, you know, in my entire life's work has been the fact that working with startups, um, I've, been, I've been a founder or I've tried to found startups before and I've been an early employee at many startups. And one thing I have seen is the fact that one of the biggest problems with you know, creating a company or starting up a company is fundraising. And in this era or and in, in this part of Africa where there's no liquidity isn't as much as the US, etc., you find it harder. But one thing that has been constant is the fact that many people do not really need that much starting out. And this is something that they could easily raise through their friends and family. But that process of being able to do that, or even you know, having that network effect to be able to raise from people who don't know you, but like what you're doing. And it was also a thing with um, the, I would say with a couple of people in maybe the diaspora, or even people within Nigeria of a certain network who have been looking for how to put their money in businesses. But another fear is, you know, what if I put my money in this business and I take it and run? Or how do I know that this business is viable, etc.? So what we decided to do was be that aggregating platform where these two types of people can meet with each other or these two types of people can 
see themselves and we facilitate the entire flow of um, funds, liquidity, asset ownership, etc. We did raise a pre-seed round um, earlier last year. Um, we raised from Greenhouse Capital, um, a bunch of angels, Microtraction as well, and um, Syndicate Protocol, which is a US-based um, decentralized autonomous organization called the DAO. Um, we're currently raising a pre-seed extension, um, which is to bolster our expansion into other parts of Africa. Um, the first is towards East Africa, then uh, North Africa as well. So I'm, I'm not a meeting person. Um, I usually tend to uh, maybe have a couple of drinks with people and we already know if we're going to do this or not. But there's this official setting that comes with fundraising where uh, you have to have meetings and piggyback on those meetings. Uh, somebody ghosts you for a while and you have to follow on until they finally maybe later tell you that, okay, we're not ready to do this yet. So there's the meetings, the rejections I'm used to. I mean, I'm a software engineer. I've applied for jobs around the world. So the rejections I've completely been used to, but it's subjecting me to meetings. I think that is the most frustrating. But then there are the highs, which is also very interesting, where random people reach out to you because they've heard of you from places that you would never imagine. And just the mere fact that, oh, there are people from those places actually watching closely, that in itself is amazing. And I think those are my major highs and major lows of fundraising. One of our greatest impacts is the fact that we are funding Nigerian on African companies. Um, we are listing African companies. Another thing that we've started to see, which is, in my opinion, amazing, is the fact that even diasporan companies, that means companies started by Africans in you know, the West or in the US, etc., are now beginning to see the angle of the African customer. So you start to see where, yes, they started up a company in America, but even though it's even though they have a even if they have a little section that can have their fellow Africans as customers, they also want to be able to bring those Africans into their round or you know by getting them to invest in their companies. So yes, we've been seeing this trend before of you know funding going to non-Africans, etc. But now we're even seeing a trend where non-Africans are bringing those funds back into Africa. And then the Africans in diaspora are doing the same. And then more Africans that solve for problems within Africa are getting funded by European money or American money. And what even makes it better is that they are funded by actual Africans as well. So especially, I mean, the startup ecosystem in Nigeria has blown in the past two, three years. With the rise of syndicates now, a group of us can decide to fund companies that we like over here. And those companies, yes, at that point in time, maybe might have needed $50,000, $50, but it's our ability to fund those companies, to crowdfund those companies and take them on to the next height. 
and those companies it means i mean this is basically distribution of wealth because now we have part ownership in african companies by africans so get equity works in i think very easy steps i mean um so think of it like you would invest in the stock market right um you're able to buy and sell shares in a company it's the same thing with get equity now you the only difference is that you're buying and selling shares in a private company which is maybe a startup um, now for the company in itself think of it like you would list on a stock exchange but now with get equity it's the the listing process is a little bit dumbed down now we're taking some parts of venture capital which is some parts of vc in the sense of how vcs value companies and how they also um, do financial analysis on those companies uh, which we have we have um, our financial analysis partners after that is done once a company is determined or once a company is deemed um, as good to go and the valuation is correct that company is listed on get equity and anyone could invest in that company for as little as ten dollars with the click of a button because all you just have to do now is fund your get equity wallet which you can fund from anywhere in the world um, with multiple channels so right now we currently accept cards bank transfer um, to non-nigerians we accept crypto and you're also able to send from your favorite um, fintech platforms with the use of the peer right now get equity is about seven months um, and I think as of last year, companies were able to raise almost $400,000, um, mainly from Africans or Africans in the diaspora. I mean, they make up pretty much about 90, over 90% of our customer base right now, because a lot of this has been done with as little, without any marketing, to be honest. Um, we plan to, branch we plan to you know double down on marketing this year and with our expansion plans etc but the fact that all this has been done through word of mouth and mainly between africans is amazing in itself so i'm going to say two things and the first is to investors the second is actually to startup founders as well um so to investors i think if there's one thing especially yc has done with their new uh, with the new YC plan is that it forces a lot of investors to look at early stage startups pre-YC. So now you, you have to do the groundwork. You have to um, follow up with actual communities, um, innovation hubs, etc. And this is something that, if I remember correctly, was being done, especially in Nigeria back in like 2015. But then, you know, somewhere along the line, we started focusing more on what companies are coming into YC and I understand that because you know investors are a business and everybody wants to triple their revenue so instead of um, focusing on which one you think might have a really great idea because it's not just an idea it's also execution most people want to go with okay if they have gotten into YC it means that you know YC has done the due diligence and you can just put your money in that you know there's that um i think more vcs now would have to do the groundwork do the community work to try to find out what companies what founders are doing 
solving problems that would grow out into multi-million dollar businesses. And to startup founders, I also feel, or I also think that, um, yes, you have an idea, but again, remember that venture capital is a business. That you have an idea doesn't mean you know, people would want to give you money. They want to see how far you can go with that idea. And I think with most VCs that I've met, they also want to see your risk appetite. You have an idea, try to follow that idea up towards building out an MVP. Many VCs will put their money in you when they find out that you put your money in yourself first. So basically, that you've been able to take your business from X to Y with your own funds. Now they know that, yes, you're definitely invested in that. Maybe you could have been doing something else quite easily, but you're grinding, you're doing this. Many VCs will put their money in you just because of that. 